I know how to run a hair salon, but for small business insurance, I chose my State Farm agent. She's a small business owner too, so she knew how to help me personalize my policies. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to an agent today. Everything's changing so fast these days, and that's a great thing. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load on our desktop computer. But now, there's the Xfinity 10G network. That means the fastest internet, with faster speeds rolling out every day. And internet that can power a house full of devices at once with ultra-low lag. So, while one person streams a movie from their room, another can play video games in the basement. While another TikToks in the kitchen. It's the next-generation 10G network, only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. I know I'm an Indiana homer in hoops, at least. And I don't really care what you think. I was looking at uh, Trace Jackson Davis's all-time Indiana stats, where he ranks among the greats that played in Bloomington for the Hoosiers. And it's really crazy. Jackson Davis is already top eight in points, boards, and block shots. And only two guys can say that, Allen Henderson and... Jackson Davis, and it really is insane what he's accomplished. He's eighth on the all-time scoring list. He's already this year passed a bunch of greats like Kent Benson. Are you kidding me? Scott May. That is crazy. Damon Bailey. I remember watching Damon Bailey play at Indiana. Christian Watford. Eric Anderson, who was a badass. Brian Evans, who could shoot like nobody's business. And Greg Graham could fill it up as well. So he's got a ways to go to pass Henderson, who's at 1,979 points. Yogi Farrell, 1,986 points. Calbert Chaney had the IU and Big Ten record of 2,613 points. That's like not happening. But he could get to sixth all time to record 2,000 at IU. And if he does it, he'd join his own coach, Mike Woodson. Woodson's at 2,061. So late in this season, with as many games left, he's got at least, you know, 22 games left. So if he stays healthy, because he's missed a few games. He's going to end up somewhere between third to sixth all time. And that depends on how many he plays in the postseason as well. So let's say Indiana plays in the postseason. Uh, 22 more games the rest of this season. Jackson Davis would end up allegedly with over 2,121 points. That'd be fourth all time if he scored what he averages now, which is 16.8 points per game. He has 652 career field goals. That's ninth all-time. Chaney's on top at 1,018. Jackson Davis is fourth all-time with a 56.5 field goal percentage. Thomas Bryant, who plays with the Lakers, is 59.2%. That's best all-time. Jackson Davis, 448 career free throws made, our fifth all-time. He's not getting anywhere near Don Schlunt, who had 826. Don Schlunt was a badass. 
Jackson Davis, 668 career free throw attempts are third all time. He'll end up second to Schlunt's 1,076. So he missed three games already. And you never know if he's going to be able to become the all-time rebounding leader. He passed Eric Anderson, Schlunt, and Ray Tolbert this year. He's sixth all-time in rebounding right now. So let's say he plays the rest of the games. He averages eight and a half boards per game. He'd end up with 1,066 total rebounds for his career. That would be number three all-time. He'd be behind Allen Henderson by just 25, who's the all-time leader. So it's still out there for the taking. If he tops 1,000 rebounds and 2,000 points, he'll be the first player in history to achieve both of those. I mean, this guy's unbelievable. He's going to be the all-time block shots leader. He blocked nine at Fog Allen against Kansas, the second most ever in a game by an Indiana player. He certainly would have had more block shots if he hadn't missed the three games. He needs 23 more to pass Jeff Newton's all-time record of 227, and he could join Henderson as IU's only players with 1,000 rebounds and 200 blocks. He's already third all-time in block shots, trailing just Newton and Henderson. He's already passed Dean Garrett, who played when I was there, and George Leach, Uwe Blob, who was there when I was there, and DJ White this season. He's passed all those guys. So let's say uh, he plays the rest of the games. He would end up with around 43 more block shots based on his career averages, and that would be the all-time record of 248. And this guy's just insane what he's accomplished in the cream and crimson at old IU for the glory of old IU. Shake it. So I want to tell one other story and I've probably brought this up before on the show C to C that when I was in Bloomington, I took my son Gunner to see the school, which he got admitted to, and I hope he goes there, but it's his choice. He's got into a lot of schools, great schools all over the country. He kind of wants to go to California, uh, whether it's San Diego State, USC, UCLA, Pepperdine, wherever it is, it's his deal. But I took him to IU to see that North Carolina game, right? And so Assembly Hall was rocking that night. North Carolina was ranked number one in the country. Indiana beat him, and they covered. But the thing was, the night before the game, we went to this place called Little Zagreb's, which is a great steakhouse in Bloomington. And there we were sitting there. I took Gunner and his friend Ethan to dinner. And who walks in but Trace Jackson Davis to the restaurant to eat with his friend. And obviously he has massive juice in Bloomington because he's the superstar player for Indiana. But... My son, I said, look, that's Trace Jackson Davis. And my son freaked. He was like, you gotta be kidding me. I was like, go over and say hi to him and get a picture. So he got out of the uh, booth and he went over to the uh, Mater D stand and he uh, asked him if he could take a picture with him. And, and the guy was really cool. Uh, Jackson Davis was super friendly, super cool, gave him a high five, took a picture with him and uh, was genuinely kick ass. And I just think that goes a long way. Not only is he a great basketball player, but he's good to people, good to fans. Even though he's a star, even though he's headed to the NBA, he's still grounded and still 
uh, cool enough to speak to someone that doesn't matter to him, that he doesn't know and could care less about. I thought that uh, was very impressive. Uh, he's got his head on his shoulders. The kid's going to be a star uh, the rest of his season and into the NBA. I think he's going to do well. It's going to take him time to develop as a pro for sure. But he's got all the tools to become something at the next level. So Purdue is still number one, but not for long after losing to Rutgers the other night in Mackey Arena, West Lafayette. They got dropped at home by the Scarlet Knights. Impressive win for Rutgers for sure. And you look at uh, UConn, they lost for the first time. Xavier beat them in Cincinnati over the weekend. Number 23, Charleston, moved into the rankings for the first time in 20 years. They're coming off an overtime win over Towson. The Boilers were number one for a fourth straight week. They got all but one first place vote from the 61-person media panel. Number two is Houston. Number three is Kansas. Boy, did they struggle against Oklahoma State at Fog Allen, but they're number three, and they all moved up a spot. Number four, UConn now. They dropped two spots after losing to Xavier, and Xavier moved up from number 22 to number 18. Arizona rounded out the top five. Purdue lasted only one week after hitting number one for the first time last year, but they've done well this year until they lost to Rutgers. The Boilers beat up on Florida A&M last Thursday night, and they joined New Mexico as the nation's only undefeated teams until they got dropped in conference by Rutgers. UConn. 14-1, 3-1 of the Big East had been off to its best start since 98 before losing by 10 at Xavier at the Cintas Center. They've won eight in a row. How about Charleston? Great season going under Pat Kelsey, winning 17. The Cougars have already matched that this year, get into the top 25 for the first time since a one-week stint back in 0-2-0-3. It's been forever. Charleston's 14-1, 2-0 in the CAA. Lost to number one North Carolina in their second game. And since, they won 13 straight. That overtime win was at Towson. So, Towson was the CAA favorite preseason to win the conference. Not anymore. New Mexico cracked the top 25 for the first time in eight years last week and won both of their games. I don't know how you can be that good and finally get into the top 25 two weeks ago. They won every game. They beat Colorado State easily 88-69 last Thursday in front of 15,000 people at the pit. Then they won at Wyoming on Saturday 76-75 in a crazy game. Their best start since going 17-0 in 67-68. So Xavier had the largest jump in the poll, climbing four spots with the win over UConn. Number 11, Virginia, and number 12, Miami, uh, were the only other teams to climb more than a spot. They both went up two. Number 19, Baylor, had the biggest drop. They went down seven spots after their 15-point loss to Iowa State in Ames. I hit that bat. They went from unranked to number 25, Number 13, Arkansas dropped four spots after losing by three at LSU. Missouri's ranked for the first time since 2021 after returning from the holiday to beat Kentucky by 
14, Ohio State's 24th. They're in the poll after a two-week absence from it with wins over Alabama, A&M, and Northwestern. Number 25, Iowa State, is back after three unranked weeks thanks to the win over Baylor. Kentucky is unranked for the first time in two years, dropping out from 19 after the loss to Missouri. Mississippi State fell out uh, from 21 after they lost to Alabama. North Carolina's return to the poll didn't last. The Heels were 25 last week. They're out again after losing to Pitt. I know how to run a hair salon, but for small business insurance, I chose my State Farm agent. She's a small business owner, too, so she knew how to help me personalize my policies. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to an agent today. Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra-low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed.